Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. The death of Jesus is a gift to all of us. He was put on a cross, mocked, and died a painful death so that everyone can have a chance at receiving eternal life. Today, Pastor J.D. is going to encourage you to receive the gift that Jesus gave to you. You don't have to purchase salvation. You get to receive it freely. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on October 1st, 2023. This paper proposes a generic scheme... VACO chain that fuses blockchain and unmanned aerial vehicles, UAVs. Underlying fifth generation 5G communication services for timely vaccine distribution during novel coronavirus, COVID-19, and future pandemics. The scheme offers 5G tactile internet-based services for UAV communication networks monitored through ground controller stations. Thus, it can support resilient vaccine distributions in a phased manner at government-designated nodal centers with reduced round-trip delays from vaccine production warehouses. Further, UAVCNs ensure and minimize human intervention and controls vaccine health conditions due to shorter trip times. It gets worse. We're almost, hang on. Once vaccines are supplied at NC's warehouses, then the BC blockchain ensures time-stamped documentation of vaccinated persons with chronology, auditability, and transparency of supply chain checkpoints from VPW to NC's. Through smart contracts, priority groups can be formed for vaccination based on age, healthcare workers, and general commodities. Did you catch that? We're going to use unmanned aerial vehicles to spray these vaccines on people, and we're going to have blockchain technology to verify 
who's been vaccinated or not. We'll have a timestamp, which is, by the way, what blockchain technology is. It's a verification system. Once a transaction, or in this case vaccination, has been verified, it forms a block that's added to the chain. But it has to be verified, authenticated. That's what blockchain technology is. So they're going to use and fuse this blockchain technology to this new technology of, I guess, drones? And I know you think I'm crazy. (laughs) Please laugh at that. Just, I probably am. Call me crazy. I've been called much worse. But I cannot disclose the source, but a very reliable source has shared with me that at night in Kailua, she sees over Kailua a drone at night flying around. Not not a toy drone, not, not like your drone, you know the ones you buy from Best Buy or wherever you buy your drones from? You know the ones that are the cute one, that's just a cute little toy. No, these are military UAVs under the guise of the night cover, flying around. What are they doing? <laughs> Could it be? Huh. Well, how about this one? For anyone inclined to buy the lie, that this is another one of those conspiracy theories, which, by the way, and... I may also talk, have to talk about this next week. The phrase conspiracy theories was coined by the CIA, and it was a psyop in order to dismiss the reality of these evil satanic conspiracies, because that's what they are. They're conspiracies. This is a, another PubMed publication about, and I quote, Compulsory moral bioenhancement should be covert. I'm including this PubMed publication because it comports with the last PubMed publication as it relates to this so-called vaccination becoming compulsory and mandatory in lieu of it being voluntarily and perhaps now already is because after all, It's covert, meaning that we couldn't or wouldn't necessarily know. Okay, Uh, here's a quote from the abstract. Some theorists, interesting choice of words, argue that moral bioenhancement ought to be compulsory. I take this argument one step further, arguing that if moral bioenhancement, bioenhancement? ought to be compulsory, then its administration ought to be covert rather than overt. You know the difference, right? This is to say that it is morally preferable for compulsory moral bioenhancement to be administered without the recipients knowing that they are receiving the enhancement. I'll give you just a moment. Let that sink in. I continue, 
My argument for this is that if moral bioenhancement ought to be compulsory, then its administration is a matter of public health. And for this reason should be governed by public health ethics. I argue that the covert administration of a compulsory moral bioenhancement program better conforms to public health ethics than does an overt compulsory program. In particular, a covert compulsory program promotes values such as liberty, (laughs) utility, equality, Yeah, just kill them all equally, I guess. And autonomy, better than an overt program does. Thus, a covert compulsory moral bioenhancement program is morally preferable to an overt moral bioenhancement program, bioenhancement program scheme. Can I translate this for you? I'm going to. You ready? Wait for it. Here it is. These evil demon-possessed conspirators, because that's what they are, are going to, and probably already are, aerosolizing and poisoning the world's population, whether they like it or not, or know it or not, exactly as we're told they would in the pages of Bible prophecy. Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. I only went through five, and I think I did pretty good. And I ended with these last two, because this is the final straw. This is the final pharmaceutical solution. The annihilation, the extermination, the elimination of the human population. Why? Because it's God's creation. They're destroying the earth. God created the earth. They're destroying man, human. Why? Because God created man in His image. So Satan demonically possesses these conspirators, as I call them, to do his bidding. What is his bidding? to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to destroy God's creation. He wants to destroy you and me, God's creation in God's image. And he's doing it. And God said in his word that at the time of the end he would be doing it. And Jesus said in John's gospel chapter 13, and also again in chapter 14, basically this, I'm going to tell you, What's going to happen before it happens, so when it happens, you will believe that I am. I am the I am. In other words, and by the way, no other religious writing dare try to tell you what's going to happen before it happens, because they can't. Only God can say, I'm going to tell you precisely with unmistakable detail what's going to happen. So when you see it begin to happen, you'll believe. Wait, didn't God say that something like this would happen? Yeah, 
right here. Wait, didn't God say something about, yeah, right here. You know, I, I think I read somewhere about the whole Israel. Yeah, right here, 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 here. <laughs> Here's the bottom line. Every last day, last straw is already in place. And it's just a matter of time before it reaches the breaking point. And I believe that's any day. I truly do. Again, we'll talk more about this, Lord willing, next week. But I want to end, as we always end, with the gospel. The good news of salvation found in the person of Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to the Father except through me. He's the only one who can save because he's the only one who came and died when he was crucified, buried, rose again on the third day, and good news, he's coming back again one day soon and very soon. That's the gospel. What are the ABCs? Again, I probably emphasize this every week and will continue to. There will be one week where I won't, (laughs) because I won't be here. And neither will you. You better not be. But it's just a simple, childlike tool to equip you with, should the Lord ever give you the profound privilege of sharing Jesus with somebody. The A is just simply for acknowledge or admit that you're a sinner. And if you acknowledge that you're a sinner, then now all of a sudden you need a Savior. That's the whole point. Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. No one is good. You might think you're a good person, but you'll never be good enough. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We've all missed the mark. We all fall short of God's perfect bullseye standard of righteousness. That's what the word sin means. It's actually an archery term where you miss the mark. You fall short. You didn't hit the bullseye. You sinned. Romans 6.23 is sort of the sentencing phase, if I can use the courtroom analogy, where now that you've been found guilty. Now you need to enter the sentencing phase. And bad news, you've been sentenced to death because of your sin. It's the death penalty for the wages of sin is death. But the good news, the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Please, I know that many of you have been hearing these ABCs upside down, inside out, right side, left. Is that even a, probably not. Don't just please, you know how many people have come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ because of the simplicity of the ABCs of salvation? This is the good news. Someone has died in your stead, his blood shed in your stead. 
because there's no forgiveness of sin without the shedding of blood. And Jesus shed His blood in your stead and died for you instead of you, so you could live for all eternity with Him. That's good news. He paid a debt He didn't owe, (laughs) but I did. And He paid it in full. And He purchased me. I am not my own, but purchased with the price. And He paid the price and it cost him everything. And he paid for it, but he offers it to me as a gift. And that's what a gift is, a gift. I know deeply profound, but if you pay for it, it's not a gift, it's a purchase. He purchased it. It's a gift. I receive it as a gift that he paid for. The gift of God, eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. It's a gift too, by the way. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, it's not of works You don't earn it. You don't pay for it. You don't work for it. You don't do anything to deserve it. It's the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. We're saved by grace through faith. And that's where the B comes in, believe. You put your faith in and believe in Jesus Christ. Romans 10, 9 says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. (laughs) And the C, and we'll see this again in a moment, is for call upon the name of the Lord or confess with your mouth. This is Romans 10, 9 as well. It also says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. We talk about this often. I'm sorry if you tire of me saying it, but every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess. But when they do, it will not be for salvation. It will be for damnation for all of eternity. But when you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord now, before every knee will bow, it's for salvation. You will be saved. And this is Romans 10, 13. Lastly, it says, all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Not might, not could, not should, will. The jury's not out. The verdict is in. The sentence has been carried out. Good news. Your debt has been paid. You're free to go. And whom the Son has set free is free indeed. That's the gospel. Well, that's too simple. I think that's the problem. Maybe it's too too simple. Because the innate within our sin nature, our Adamic nature, is this built-in need to have to earn your keep. Because we've been taught that all our lives, right? Especially every year at Christmas. Yes, I said Christmas. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I almost made it to the end, too. I'm trying to be less snarky. I'm asking God to help me to not be so snarky. I'm snarky though, but it's the problem. Every year, please just hear me out, okay? Every year, Santa Claus is coming to town, and he's got a list. He's checking it twice to see if you've been naughty or nice. Do you see the problem? So if you've been naughty, no gifts for you. You've been nice. Oh, here's a gift. And we've taken that corrupted, marred, perverted 
version of what a gift is, and we've transposed it onto the gospel of Jesus Christ, and we've added something to it. And now, yeah, I'm saved by grace, but no. Jesus said, it is finished, period. Not comma. It's not, it is finished, however, or it is finished, if. No, it is finished. It's done. Wait, there's nothing I have to do? No, it's already done. Is there anything I can? No. Well, how about, no. Yeah, but what? No. (laughs) Am I arguing with myself? Yeah. (laughs) Unless you become like a child, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Please, please, I implore you, if you've never called upon the name of Jesus Christ, believing in your heart, today is the day I, I plead with you. Today is the day of salvation. And one last thing, and then we'll move on and finish with the but God testimony. I want to say this in love, but it's the truth in love. And, I, and I'll speak for myself too. How about let's all of us stop complicating the gospel? Let's stop complicating the gospel. Let, let's stop adding to the gospel what's not the gospel. What do you mean, Pastor? Well, I just kind of opened up a can I should have never opened up. It's the gospel. It's not a Fox News gospel or a Republican gospel, and certainly not an American gospel, and I better say it again too, a Democrat gospel, I guess, will be an equal opportunity offender. What are we doing? It's the gospel of Jesus Christ. Stop adding to it. Stop putting conditions on it. Stop complicating it. It's simple. It's the gospel of Jesus only, period. Okay, I feel a bit better now. Let's move on to the but God testimony, which actually I chose it more as a word fitly spoken. I just deemed it so apropos for such a time as this. Again, Lord willing, Lord permitting next week, I may devote the update to this because this is this is actually kind of serious, but it comes from Chris Luganbeel, who writes, Pastor J.D., I've been listening to you for a couple years now. I love your prophecy updates as they keep me focused on God's promises in these very dark times. I know these updates take a toll on you. Thank you for doing these each week as they provide encouragement and guidance to so many, myself included. Over the past few updates, you have mentioned that this could be the year. I know many will accuse you of date setting. I am not one of those people. I truly hope it is, but even if not, I know the rapture will happen in God's perfect timing. Thank you for all you do, Chris. And thank you, Chris. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Some of what you've heard today may have encouraged you in your faith 
and at times it may have brought up more questions that you would like answered. If you're wanting to get in touch with us, go to jdfarag.org and find the contact link at the bottom of the page. That's jdfarag.org. There, you can let us know some of the questions you might have, and we'll get back to you and try to answer those questions as best we can. While you're on our website, feel free to check out additional teachings from Pastor J.D. If what Pastor J.D. shared today has you really confused about what it means to know Jesus and life beyond this life, there's a resource for you that might be helpful. At jdfarag.org, find the ABCs tab. This will walk you through what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus and what that means for you going forward. Once again, our website is jdfarag.org. If you're ever in or near the Kaneohe area, we'd love to have you come join us. Come visit Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor J.D. You can find service times and directions on our website. Just scroll to the bottom and click on Calvary. Again, that's jdfarag.org. Thanks for listening in to the Prophecy Update for today. We hope you'll join us for our next edition of In Spirit and Truth, where Pastor J.D. has much to share with you about what God's been putting on his heart. The Bible and its prophecies are not to be taken lightly. And so we'll keep digging in on In Spirit and Truth.